We have known each other for a long time. We've known the years in France where Paris Saint-Germain were, were battling for, for mid-table uh, uh, positions, jostling, battling against relegation with Fabrice Poncrat and Fierez, uh, Amara Diani. These days, we have more talent. I think it's fair to say we have some sensational players at Paris Saint-Germain. David, we saw PSG romping uh, to victory. Well, they didn't romp to victory this time. They came from behind. They beat Com, but uh, another win that took them 20 points clear. They're, they're only 17 clear now because Lille uh, won as well on Sunday. But Dave, it was, it was all about Kylian Mbappe again, wasn't it? Still no Cavani, still no Neymar, but Mbappe uh, to the rescue. Two more goals, 24 for him this season in, in 21 games. He's just proving too good at the moment for the rest of Ligue 1. Yeah, I was lucky enough to commentate that game on Saturday, Matt, and uh... On the excellent Ligan.com website, one of the things that's good when you uh, are commentating a match is you can see how many times the players have touched the ball. And 40 minutes into that game, I thought Mbappe has been absolutely anonymous. He hasn't touched it at all. Looked on Ligan.com, he touched it four times. After that, he had a couple of chances in the last five minutes of the first half. And then he won the game for Paris Saint-Germain. Took on the responsibility from the penalty spot. His first penalty in Ligan football, whether at Monaco or at Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, in the absence of Neymar and Cavani, and then a tap-in after Mernier's shot had been blocked on the line. 24 goals. It's outstanding. He is better as a centre-forward than he is when he plays wide. A, a, a fantastic performance again from, from Killian. But you say he never touched the ball, but that's what costs €160 million Euros or, or €220 million for Neymar. It's players that can win the match, even when they're having an off day. You may not see them. They get forgotten by the opposition. They think, oh, we've got Kylian Mbappe under control and then just steps up. That's the, that's the difference. That's what, that's what wins you football matches. But, Robbie, what, what's interesting, Dave mentioned Mbappe now playing through the middle and uh, his, his goal scoring in the last few weeks has been sensational. I mean, he's been pretty consistent all season. But since Cavani and Neymar have been out, he has really stepped up to the plate. And that, that is begging the question, is that not his best position? And should... PSG be, be building this team around Mbappe rather than Neymar, perhaps? Well, I think the team is built around, around Kylian Mbappe with Neymar. He started out as a centre-forward with Monaco, didn't he? Playing alongside Radamel Falcao. I think that is part of Thomas Tuchel's plan. Even when Cavani was available, we saw Cavani and Kylian playing up front together uh, quite a lot. They're similar-ish players, but K Kylian Mbappe's pace. The whole thing for Thomas Tuchel is to find the best place for each player, where they can be the most effective. And I think he's decided quite early on that his plan is to have Killian playing in that number nine role. Whether Edinson Cavani moves on this summer, whether they play together, where, whether Cavani ends up playing more on the bench and that uh, you need to play with three. But Thomas Tuchel changes his formation every match nearly to suit the opposition and to get his best out of the players. So whether you play one up front, two up front, a line of three attackers, always looking for the best place for everyone and how the team can operate at its best. And for Killian, playing through the middle, that's what the coach likes. I think that is the major evolution, Rob, under Thomas Tuchel compared to Unai Emery, is that Tuchel is more adaptable as a mm. coach than Emery was. And he's not afraid to play the odd long ball. As long as it's towards Killian Mbappe, you've got to try and use that pace. You've got to try and get him running in behind. He's not at his best getting the ball static out wide, which was happening too much for me last season under Unai Emery. And... When Neymar, Cavani and Mbappe are on the pitch, as Rob says, he's used a lot of formations. But I quite like the one where Neymar's in the 10 role and Cavani and Mbappe are intelligent enough to play up front together and make all the runs. Can you do that in the Champions League 
That is the big question. Would they be better in the Champions League just with Neymar and Mbappe? It's possible. Guys, there's there's been a bit of Unai Emery bashing in France, I would say, in the, in, in the last few weeks, which I think is a bit harsh. I'm going to defend Unai a bit because we come in and we say, look at Paris Saint-Germain, they're, they're winning all their games. Thomas Tuchel is this personable guy and uh, at the moment... Things are going really well. We saw him at the beginning of the season uh, when they won the uh, Champions Trophy. Yeah, he got showered in champagne and he sung his song uh, in, in, in front of the players. And You know, he's 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 charmed everybody, something that Unai Emery never did. But let's not forget either. OK, Unai Emery last season was the coach of the year in Ligue 1. Paris Saint-Germain got 93 points. They uh, they won every domestic trophy possible. Um, Robbie is making uh, all sorts of signs at me like he like like he doesn't agree. Thomas Tuchel's doing well so far, but listen, if they go and get turned over in the in the quarterfinals, or heaven forbid for Paris Saint-Germain, they go out to, to Manchester United on, on, on Wednesday, it's all going to change. Unai Emery tried to come in with his ideas when he first started at Paris Saint-Germain two years ago, and it didn't work. There were losses to Toulouse, losses away to Monaco, and basically the players felt that they weren't being given any respect, I think, when, when Unai Emery arrived. He tried to change the system. He said, look... It doesn't matter who plays. Four hours before a Champions League match, he pulled out Thiago Silva and put Presnel Kimpembe in place. Well, it was a 4-0 victory over Barcelona. It worked very well at the time. But in terms of just treating all the players the same as just numbers and, and chess pieces, that takes away, it, it takes away the personality of the player. And it also, above all, the players don't appreciate it. The players like to think, look, I, you paid... 64 million for me you paid 120 million for me I know how to play football you play me you show me the respect I need to know that I'm a starting player right from the start irrespective of whether you want to bring in a, a, a young 19 year old off the bench do you see what I mean it's a yeah it's a mentality I thing should say about respecting their, Bobby d- despite their his by his Australian twang he is a, a real Parisian you see him <laughs> on street corners with his beret and his and his cigarette and his and his glass of uh, of red wine or I do quite Quite often, he's also our, our PSG insider. He's the producer of the excellent weekly program "This Is Paris" that you can watch on uh, on BN Sports or on Paris Saint Germain's website. But so you know, while I would say let's let's respect Robbie's view on on, on Paris Saint Germain, I just feel <laughs> everything's coming. going well at the moment, and you know everybody's jumping on the Thomas Tuchel bandwagon. But I mean, Dave, do you well, see do you do you see any? I know Robbie wants to come in again. Do you see any cracks just, in the armor? I was going to say just very quickly to finish then. Unai Emery was then overturned by the players after that loss to Monaco. And the players said, look, go back. We play 4-3-3. It's what we do. Thiago Motta holding Verratti, Adrian Rabiot, then the three up front, Cavani through the middle. We've got players wide on either side. That's how we play. Thomas Tuchol has come in and basically just won the players over by saying, look, Di Maria, you're back in the side. I need you to play with Cavani, da 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 Okay, but under Thomas Tuchel, Robbie, Neymar goes back to Brazil early, goes on his Christmas holidays early because he says, well, I'm still got, I've still got a bit of a niggle. He's now got an injury. Where is he? Where is, he's, he's in Brazil. Now, I'm not saying that Thomas Tuchel is, is being overruled or that player power is, is still present at, at Paris Saint-Germain, but, you know, I, I just think it's easy to say Emery cowed to the, to, to the players and Thomas Tuchel is standing up to them. I'm not sure no, that much has changed. The idea is getting the best out of them. And if they are happy, then you get the best out of them. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's the results. So like will, a Villefranche or after, two days after Neymar's birthday party when it went to extra time, much like the party, if you listen to the rumours. Well, that's, that's a, rumors, a, a victory rumors. at the end. Villefranche, uh, uh, a French Cup game. PSG still, still going strong 
in uh, in the French Cup. We want to just ask David about this upcoming Champions League game because some people as well, going back to Mbappe, they 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 say, well, hang on, Mbappe, twenty four goals in Ligue 1, that's easy enough. But you know, to 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 reduce it to to, to Mbappe being a flat track bully is just nonsense because we've seen him in the World Cup against Argentina, we've seen him at Old Trafford against Manchester United. They're not going to to let this slip, are they, Dave? I don't think they will this time, no, Matt. Um, you say, are there any cracks in the Paris Saint-Germain armour? It's an open secret that they haven't sorted out their midfield and that's something that's going to have to be addressed in the summer, that the balance isn't quite there, that Dani Alves has played so much in central midfield since the turn of the year. If you're trying to tell me that playing a 35-year-old Dani Alves in central midfield is a Champions League winning uh, move, then I don't agree with you. Um, but I do think that they will manage to hold on to their advantage against Manchester United, even build on it, because as United have to come out and attack, that will leave even more space for the likes of Di Maria and Mbappe to exploit. And it is very much about the Champions League, really, for Paris Saint-Germain, because uh, even the most optimistic Lille supporter would uh, would accept they're not going to close a 17-point uh, gap between now and the end of the season. But the battle for Europe is is very interesting. Because Lille are currently in second place. They've been very much the uh, the surprise package. And just to outline the, the importance of coming second, uh, you get automatic Champions League group stage qualification. If you finish third, you have to go through two qualifiers. And uh, and, it, and it's very difficult. Lyon are currently occupying third position. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about them in a moment. <laughs> 